0: welcome back queens i am hannah your host of the sparkles and rhinestones pageant podcast and i'm back with another episode um yes it is an episode isn't it another podcast episode um all about pageants now this isn't about a certain subject as such um it's more about the mentality of competing so I myself um, dived back into the world of competing again, um, as I said before, from being a queen since two thousand seventeen. Like I've been have been competing for ten years, but like since two thousand seventeen, I've been representing the system as a queen, um, and now I've dived back in as a finalist, and I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time from pageant girls who are unsure of entering a pageant system because someone else has entered, um, strong competition, you know, they look at all of the girls on the page and they're like, oh my goodness, I can't compete with this. Um, I'm not going to be able to to do what I want to do. Like, there's no point of me entering. Um, they've won all of these before or they've done this or... The one thing I hear so many times is, um, well, that girl placed runner up, so she's obviously gonna win again, or that pageant has favorite, they have a look like I don't fit that look. So, here is some tea, girls. Here is, I'm spilling all of the tea right now. None of that matters, literally. None of that matters at all. It doesn't matter what you've done previously. It doesn't matter any system that you have been a part of. Nothing matters apart from what you present the judges on that stage and in that interview room. That is all that counts. It doesn't matter if a girl has won a thousand house, uh, pageants um, compared to if you just entered... As a first-time com- competitor. Because people have won. On their first try. Others has taken them a while to get there. Or trying different systems. It doesn't. Matter as such. What their experience is. It's how they convey. That experience. Into their plan. And what they're doing. For their own pageant journey. So here are a few things of what i like to say of how to prepare mentally for your pageant um so i just wanted to get that first bit out of the way that there you may find there might be pageant favorites um you might see someone do lots of stuff you might not see someone do any stuff and they go and take the win um there is no guaranteed winner You enter the pageant for you and you only. You enter the pageant for you to win. Um, You should be able to enjoy the journey throughout the time of you competing. Because if you're not enjoying the lead up, because girl, it's going to be stressful. (laughs) It's going to be so stressful sometimes. But if you're not enjoying the lead up, um, then see how you feel after the final and if you're still not enjoying it it just means that pageants aren't for you and you could you could maybe be a part of pageantry in a different light however if you've enjoyed yourself as you enjoyed you know that'd be very rare it'd be a a good like maybe five ten percent of girls who won't return back to a stage um Because the the rest will want to try a different system or want to jump straight back in on the horse, um, enjoy all the time and enjoy the friends that you make and all the memories that you've made, um. So before you think about not entering a pageant system because another person has entered, um, like I'm going to use myself as an example, just because I've won a pageant before doesn't mean I'll win again. Just because I've travelled internationally doesn't mean that I'll get that chance again just because I'm I want to say an expert because I know a lot of things about pageantry because I study a lot however there's a difference between me being expert and me actually applying that myself um so there I might know so much about pageantry when it comes to the pageant final there could be things that I've missed there could be things that I've slipped up on you know there's no guarantee just because I have this knowledge that I'm going to be handed the crown. That's not the case at all. So my experience is, you know, although it's helped me, especially in this day, <laughs> of of having sparkles and rhinestones, um that is not an automatic advantage to me at all. In fact sometimes I see it as a disadvantage um, going as a competitor, because there is a stupid amount of pressure, um, to do well because of the knowledge you have, because you train others, because you coach, um, there is that pressure, however, it's yourself, is if you put that pressure on yourself, if you think, oh my goodness, I can't compete with this person, or oh my goodness, I should be really good at this, or why am I not good at this, um, it's all about the enjoyment and the end result. The journey and the end result. Um, so, let's go back onto the mentality of you going into a pageant because the mental side of it is just as important as getting the outfits, doing the training, practicing the walks and building that platform. It's so important for you to really make sure you're in the right headspace because, and I say this with love, if you're not in the right headspace to compete in pageants, sometimes it can really mess you up. It can make you self-doubt yourself. Because you are pushing yourself on the show. You are pushing yourself out there to be judged. Um, ironically, pageants are the least judgy place, I feel sometimes. Because we just support each other no matter what. There's always a slight disagreement that happens. We are a small community... And not everyone's gonna get on with everyone. there's different personalities there's different um languages um regional let's say regional areas like different like cause I guess you know people up north can be different to south you know there's loads of different things that we do differently to everyone else and everyone else is differently to us like different sayings like some people are more upfront some people are are less upfront and more within themselves um different experiences different life experiences different ages not everyone's gonna get on like (laughs) not everyone's gonna get on um so with all that it is preparing yourself so you know that you're not setting yourself up for failure so on page 191 of the ultimate handbook um there's a section called how to prepare mentally for your Pageant." So, as I said earlier on, I've said here, we are all too guilty of sucking ourselves out, of comparing ourselves to our competition, and trying to outdo each other sometimes. Because, let's face it, sometimes we can be very competitive. Um, Some people are very naturally competitive, other people just go with the flow. Um, That is another talk for another day. Um, But I'm going to go through all of the tips for you to make sure that you have prepared yourself for pageantry. So the first step is making sure that you have enough time to achieve everything you have set out for. So when writing your pageant goal list, you most likely fill the page with so many ideas of what you want to achieve and then in reality you've entered the pageant with two months to the final so half those ideas won't work. So make sure you have enough time to achieve the achievable so when you get to the finals, you know that you've done the best that you can do and it's up to the judges now. If you feel like you need to tone up, don't go on a juice diet the week before the finals as you've left it too long. Plan out a safe and effective way to tone up with enough time. Um, honestly, with enough time, you can achieve anything. And that point I really want to get into and I will discuss that most likely in another um, episode, a bit more in depth. But myself, um, before I have... My lovely daughter, um, I qualified as a personal trainer in two thousand and thirteen, and before I was a qualified personal trainer, I had done like a, a juice diet before um, a semi final. Um, I remember going on a diet, and I looked actually looked at the content of it. It's like this like shake diet. I could actually just have a smoothie and get the same amount of calories and and everything like that, and it just, it wasn't enjoyable, a lot of people do go on it a week before, two weeks before, there's so many stupid diets out there that what you don't realise is that when you go onto a diet, when you're yo-yo dieting like that, your body is just getting more and more used to, how to say it, your body's metabolism when you're doing it. Um, a lot of people, a lot of girls, when they get older, when women, when they get older, um, we tend to store fat a lot more, especially in our stomach, under our arms, um, on the hips, that sort of thing. And you have them will slow down if you're constantly yoga dieting um, because you're restricting your body of those nutrients, of what you need. And so your body hangs on to the reserve fat stores that you have um because your body needs a certain amount of calories um i know we've gone completely off subject i always do um <laughs> your body needs a a certain amount of calories it's just a function you know <clears throat> your ba- your basal metali- um metabolism rate you need to have a certain amount and there's we talk about it in the in the handbook as well and there's a ways you can work it out um of how many how many calories your body needs when resting and how many when working out um there's so many different things so yeah if you are planning to lose weight for your pageant like if that's a personal preference you don't have to at all but if that is something that you want to do make sure you plan enough time and please 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 plan with a professional so with all that making sure you have enough time to really achieve your pageant goals so make sure you write them down and write what is realistic um within the time frame that you have, um write them down, see what you can achieve. So for example, if you have two months to the final, you want to make sure that you have all your outfits done um first, that you're prepared, you've been practicing, you can get coaching in two months. You can, you know, you could do that. That's doable. Um you could do a campaign depending on what time of the months that you've kind of joined in. Because, for example, sometimes like August doesn't really have that many events. Um, there are some months that don't really have that many events or awareness days or, or stuff like that. So it's up to you of what you want to achieve um, with that. But yes, write down this list and think, yes, I can achieve this. This is something I would do as part of my Queen project. And so that then would lead into your interview. So the second step is don't leave important parts to last minute. Now, (laughs) I... This is me, like, calling myself out, because I do that sometimes. Um, Right now, currently, for my competition, I do have my evening gown. I've had that for a while. I do have an opening gown that I can use. I'm trying to find all the other different colours, outfits as well. Um because what I had in my head, I don't have, and I could potentially have my fashion wear, I do have an alternative, Um, however, (laughs) I have been known to um, get my fashion wear the day before, I travelled up to a final, um, leaving no time to practice in it, same with gowns as well, I got my international gowns, I mean, that this actually wasn't my fault. I actually did plan my gowns in March and gave my selection as a dress sponsor. Um, and this is why I don't have dress sponsors anymore because it, it kind of took myself out of control with that situation. Um, it's not the same for everyone, but for me in that case, like um, they sent the wrong dresses. The company who sent it to them had to pay express shipping for my gowns to arrive two days before the final um and that was me going right. I need to adjust it to make it fit to me walking it um I mean obviously the dresses were stunning and I walked away with a crown so it was worth all the stress but never leave the stress of that like I would <laughs> I take that as a learning curve every day which is why I have my gown now and I've had it for so long um because never ever, ever let yourself in that position where you're panicking you want to make sure you can practice it you've got the right heels for it um but yes so the other thing it goes with the same goes for other prep like beauty treatments travel arrangements um a lot of girls like to leave their appearance books to the last minute i'm not mentioning any names but you girls know who you are and i say it a lot i remind everyone so much to keep a track of that appearance book of that appearance folder, I, for Yummy I did it every two weeks, um, I would add little bits, to the final, the folder, so I knew that, when I was travelling up, because I travelled up the night before, um, well, the day before, that I wouldn't be, um, needing to, put anything in, my appearance folder, because it would already, be done for me, so, um, make sure you do it beforehand so you're not struggling at all for it. Um, the same with beauty treatments because you could have an allergic reaction. Um, For me, when I get my my brows waxed, sometimes my skin's really sensitive so I have some, like, you might rip a bit of skin off. Um, So you really don't want that. Travel arrangements. Imagine not getting into a hotel. Don't leave your hotel. Seriously, booking.com, you can literally book... Um, reserve a room and cancel it if you need to like they have a certain time before you can cancel it before you, before you get charged Um. so yeah really don't leave it I always say if you can travel the night before um, just so you can pack everything up and then you're ready like straight away for um. for the day I used to once upon a time travel up like on the day at like when I travelled to Miss Earth, the very first time when I competed, um, I got up at four o'clock in the morning, we left at four o'clock in the morning to travel to Blackpool, and I live down south, to travel to Blackpool, and we went the complete wrong way, as in, like, there's so much traffic. It took us, it took us like six hours to get there, in the end, to then go straight to rehearsals, didn't even get to see the hotel room, straight to rehearsals, to then the finals the finals overran to then get back to the hotel room at like midnight and like imagine I waking up at three o'clock in the morning to have to do all this exhausting as well as all the other stuff um so honestly I recommend traveling the night before so the next point is don't overload yourself um so planning out for your prep- your pageant preparation will be one of the best things for your sanity. Uh, Looking at the months beforehand, so you can then say to yourself, right, I will schedule this amount of time for pageant prep and pageant appearances and dedicate more time as the pageant gets closer. If you accept every single appearance, you won't have a single night off if you have to combine it with the gym, work and your social life. And if you have children and a partner in that mix, you're not going to have any time for yourself, girl. So make sure you have an even a week where you take a break from pageant world and take part in some self-care and it doesn't just mean bath bombs and face masks although if that's your self-care you do. It just means taking some time out for you reading a book um, I had to say go to a restaurant but we're still in lockdown at that moment but you know get some takeout um, watching a film catching up on a series Um, I mean if you do enjoy pageant prep then carry on with that do that do some writing about it Um. However, you don't want to overload yourself, and sometimes it can get very stressful if your mind is 24 7 pageantry. And honestly, for someone whose life is 24 7 pageantry, even I had to take some t- um, some time back when I was writing the book, like the last two weeks of me finishing the handbook, I had to literally just like write, I'm not going to be posting on the page for Sparks and Rhinestones, I'm not going to be posting any other social media for the pageants that I help um, with yummy and yummy. I was like, I can't do it. I need to make sure all my focus is on that and also focus on me. Like it was nice to have a weekend off where I wasn't writing anything about pageants, just enjoying myself um, as much as you can do in pandemic. So you need to recharge your batteries sometimes and your pageant journey and planning will be even better when you are fully charged. So the next one I would say is celebrate the small victories. We as a nation, (laughs) very British, we do not hype ourselves up as much as we should because we are scared of being seen as cocky or arrogant. And it's not arrogant or cocky to be proud of yourself. It really isn't um so for example i write here in the book if you've reached your first 100 pound your fundraising page celebrate it make that post share your good news if you hit a milestone had your first training session create something which you love or found your gene dress relish in this happiness we don't achieve we don't celebrate our achievements no matter how small for some even going to an event by themselves can be a huge step and take it from me who gets social anxiety do i need to be in pageant This will help and inspire you further to achieve those goals. Make a big deal of ticking off those checklists. And honestly, I will always promote that. Celebrate the small victories. Celebrate the small things. It could be getting a sponsor. It could be literally if you've suffered from a low mental health episode, just getting out of bed and, you know, creating something. There's so many... It's it's just so nice to celebrate those small things because it's all the small steps that make something big. You know, you know, that saying of, you know, one small ripple can create a massive wave. And that's the same with positivity and with the right mindset. So remember to enjoy yourself. This is a unique opportunity that not many get to take part in. We are such a small community compared to the US and other countries. So let's enjoy this ride. Check out when we feel overwhelmed. Celebrate the small steps to make that big goal. And be prepared to ride this emotional roller coaster. Because right now, that's probably the only roller coaster we're gonna ride this year. Um <laughs> so with all that, I hope that you take away the fact that. Look at the timescales of what you have so you don't overload yourself. When you feel like it's very overwhelming, take a step back and look at what you can do to change it. What you may have to do to give yourself a bit more time. Um, so much you can do. As well as that, um, celebrate the small stuff. Um, and lastly is to stop. Comparing yourself to everyone else because you are unique, there are so many different personalities and pageantry there's so many different there's no carbon copy you know everyone has a different story, everyone has a different approach to things you know you need to stop trying to be like other people. We say you have inspirations, you have role models, you have inspirations um and you aspire to be like them. However, there are parts of you that someone else aspires to be like you. There are loads of different things, so you can take on the uh, like the inspiration, but don't try and mold yourself to be a carbon copy of them. Um, so yes, don't think. I think social media sometimes can be so bad cause we're always comparing ourselves sometimes and don't think of the competition as competition because the only competition is you. You are in competition with yourself and it's usually your mind that is battling. You're battling with your mind. Um, but there is no, as I said, like the only thing that matters is not the background. It's not where someone has come from. It's not... Um, their experience, what they've won, what they haven't won, what they've done, whether they're runners-up or not. Because, I mean, there have been people who have been runners-up on stage and have placed lower before. There are people that have not even placed and then went to win. Some do the gradual build-up, some win straight times. Sometimes it takes a while to get there. However, there is no given when you enter a pageant. So if you feel that is getting a bit too much for you, looking at all the stuff that the other finalists are doing, comparing yourselves, and sometimes it's you You can't even help it, it's just something you do, then unfollow your competition. There's a whole section about it in the handbook, but unfollow, turn off, take yourself out of any groups, safeguard yourself and safeguard your mind, because that will really help you pageant preparations you don't have to be talking to all of your like sister finalists the whole time you're competing you don't have to talk to them because you want to not because you feel like you have to those are the genuine connections that you will make in pageantry because you really wanted to talk to them you found things that they did interesting and vice versa you really built up a rapport and those would be the friendships that you take away there's no point in maintaining a fake friendship. There's no point of reaching out because you think that's what you should be doing. You know, Miss Kingianity is not someone who has to talk to everyone because they feel like that's what they need to do to, in order to win. Miss Kingianity talks to people because they want to talk to people. You know, they find them interesting. They want to know more. They want to learn more. You know, they just have a genuine connection with that person. So... I am going to finish this podcast episode now. Um, but thank you so much for listening. I really hope this has helped you, especially for anyone who's been feeling a little bit um, down when they're comparing themselves um, or not really knowing what sort of preparation they should be doing. And there's obviously lots of other preparation, but your, you know, preparing yourself mentally is such a big, um, and that's why. there are coaches that, um, like mindset coaches and like in self-esteem coaches and stuff like that, that are completely separate to pageants. They're not pageant related, but they can help you so much. Um, having a good coach as well to help get you in that mindset is obviously a good bonus. Um, but there are other coaches that do that. So as I said, I hope you found this well. Um, Make sure that you follow our Instagram, our Facebook. If there's any subjects you want covered, let us know. Um, of course, we talked a little bit about the pageant handbook today. If you'd like a copy of that, once again, drop us a message on our socials. Um, as well as this, there is still time to get your tickets for Pageant Con. So Pageant Con is a virtual pageant experience with guest speakers from all over the UK. Um... All of the UK and loads of different subjects all covering the different aspects of pageantry um, and it's only £5 and it goes directly to Mind UK because it is donation through the Just Giving page so with that you know that your money is 100% going um, to the charity and you know you get to learn some amazing things while raising funds for some incredible an incredible charity that has really helped a lot of people during lockdown um so with that I will bid you farewell but thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support